0: Welcome to the podcast, From Our Home to Yours, with Nancy Campbell, founder and publisher of Above Rubies. It's where we learn to forgive in that home. Well, hello again, ladies. Now today I have with me Sonia Ramsey, all the way from Oregon. Now, Sonia, um, she has been uh, organizing above buff rubies retreats for ladies and then family camps for quite a number of years now up there in Oregon. So I've got to know Sonia over the years and it's such a joy to now actually have her right here in my home. And even better than that, We have just had her beautiful daughter, Ellie, with us for three months as an Above Rubies girl. And she has been such an amazing blessing. It's just been a joy to have her here. Uh, Colin and I are so blessed having these Above Rubies girls come into our home. They always come from the most beautiful families. And Colin and I say we have the cream of the earth coming into our home. We are so blessed and they help with me in the ministry of Above Rubies um, during the week. Then the weekends, they have time to have fun and go out with all the young people on the hilltop well they do that a bit through the week as well but um <clears throat> it's a great time well now Sonia was here to rescue ellie and <laughs> take her back home again and i think that they um are pretty desperate to get her back after being away for three months I don't think she planned to stay for three months. No, she planned to be gone for two months, but she she had a lot of fun and it worked out. (laughs) Yes, it's been great. Well, anyway, Sonia actually came about four or five weeks ago because they uh, decided to um, look at some property down here in Tennessee. And when she came, we did a podcast together, but you never, ever heard it. Because it disappeared into cyberspace. We don't know where it went. I've had that happen a few times. So amazingly, Sonia is here again. So praise the Lord. Because living up in Oregon, it could have been okay. That's it. We'll never get a chance to do it. But here she is this morning. And uh, so it's worked out so wonderfully. Now in the new magazine above rubies number 98 it's rolling off the presses now and you should be getting it very very soon I'd hope you were getting it earlier but I got it all together and then I still had to wait for my turn on the presses Uh, it's printed on the great big web presses and sometimes we have to wait our turn to get on but anyway it's just about finished printing now and uh, you can be looking forward to seeing it. And in this new Above Rubies, Sonia has written her testimony and uh, it is called, what did we call it? Am I a child welcomer? And uh, that's a huge question because Sonia went into marriages longing for children and just longing to welcome children into her home. But it didn't actually happen straight away, did it? Yeah. Wow, and uh, that can be pretty hard when you're just wanting, uh, you know, to have children. I know some of our lovely young couples on the hilltop, they've got married and they've been hoping for honeymoon babies because they all want children. And some have had honeymoon babies. And others that had to wait you just never know you can't plan it it's God who is in control isn't he and uh so anyway what happens on you when you you know first got married how did you feel when no babies were oh, coming on
1: yes it was so sad we were we were ready and we were praying Lord we'd love to have some children and then waiting and waiting and a few years went by, we were seeing doctors, and they said, well, we don't know what's wrong, we don't know why. Mm-hmm. They said, well, you can, you can do whatever you want to do, we'll write a prescription, you just tell us what you want. And we said, well, we don't, we don't know, we'll just pray for now. Mm-hmm. They said, okay, we'll call us when you're ready. So we prayed, we had friends praying, and so um, we actually decided to go to an adoption seminar, we kind of snuck away, because it was nothing we were familiar with. And we heard how adoption is a picture of the gospel, mm-hmm. and how we're adopted as God's children. And so when we adopt, it's very much part of God's plan to show the world the picture of the real gospel. And we got excited, and I thought, oh, we're going to be parents. This is going to be great. We can do this. And so... um we, shortly thereafter, uh, became pregnant. And we were convinced, though, that he, the Lord wanted us to move in the direction of adoption before he was going to give us a biological child. Mm-hmm. So we knew already, okay, even though he's given us a biological child, we're supposed to adopt. Yeah. We know that now. Yes. So we, we went ahead and, and yeah. did that after our oldest
0: was Yes, that's wonderful. Yes. So you went through the, the sort of heartache oh. of infertility. Yes. Ah, been the blessing of a baby. That was so wonderful. Yes. You know, I've had testimonies of some couples who have waited and waited and longed and longed. And after 10 years, they've got a baby. Yes. It, you know, you never give up you never give up because god can always come with a surprise that's right yes yes and so you know you started off thinking oh you know will we ever have babies Mm -hmm. but today you are blessed with nine children we have nine isn't that just so amazing it is amazing oh god is just so good but you know you had lots of challenges along the Mm -hmm. way Yes, and uh, so you you adopted, first of all, you adopted two, didn't you? Uh, One one, to start with from,
1: she's from Vietnam. Vietnam, Yep. And then um, the next one we adopted is from Ethiopia. Yes. And then after that, China. Yes, what happened there? So the first two girls were babies when we brought them home. Yes. And there were some challenges, you know, but we worked through those. Yes. Our little guy from China um, came home at two and a half and he had some special needs we didn't know about. So um, when he came home, he was just very terrified. He had a lot of institutionalized behavior, and it made it just very disruptive in our house. Mm -hmm. Really a lot of screaming, we couldn't go anywhere. Mm -hmm. If we walked into the church foyer, he was overstimulated and just would go off like a siren, and we couldn't stop him. He would not settle down no matter how long he was there. Wow. I would have to run to the car yeah. and sit down. So that went on for a year. Mm-hmm. I would get screamed out of so Costco or anywhere anyway. else. No. Wow. any, And I kept trying. I would go okay. on a field trip and I'd have to leave. I'd go to mm-hmm. Costco, I'd have to leave. Like Everywhere I went for the wow. first year, I'd have to turn around and go back home.
0: Mm-hmm. It was
1: very... We went through a lot of, kind of depressing time mm-hmm. and there was just no peace in our home uh, with any any of it because he was just always, you know, having yes. trouble. Now I look back on it and I see that he was afraid yes. and just was having a hard time. He didn't have any coping skills and mm-hmm. he just needed to learn those things. He didn't know if he could trust us. Yes. You know, it's that kind of stuff, but it well, living through it oh, yes. is, is very
0: difficult. And, and I, I think some of you who have adopted... Children, you you face similar situations like this. It can be very challenging, and uh, so here you were, Sonia, this this wonderful child welcoming mother. How did you feel when you're going through this?
1: <laughs> so at that point, from from you know the miraculous bringing home, you know, having our first child, and then having everything work out for an adoption, and, you know, we waited another two years and had another. We've had infertility more than once. Yeah. And so every time we've had a child come into our home, we've just been so thankful and so excited, and it's so amazing. And then he comes home, our little guy from China, and I came home and told my husband, no more children. I do not want any more children. And I had never said that. Mm-hmm. I never even thought that. Yeah, yeah. I just say the more the merrier. And but now this was tough. <laughs> so he knew there was something wrong because I, I had had it, mm-hmm. and uh, my attitude was so bad. And it took about a week. I think maybe a week or two. Mm-hmm. And I was able to see that okay, I am, I am not acting in God's will here, and my own frustration is. Clouding my judgment. I can. I repented of that, and I came back to my husband and said, "Okay, I'm back. I will accept whatever God wants, but I'm still having a hard time here." Yes. And he yes. was too. The whole family was. It was a difficult yes. time. Yeah. It was about two years of very kind of dark yes. time for us to work through.
0: And how is he now?
1: Oh, he's great. Yes. He's great. That's yeah. He I'm was. Talking. He was nonverbal when he first came home for yes. the first year or two, yes. maybe. And then he started talking, and now he doesn't stop, ever. <laughs> we say, okay, you can take a break now. But no, yeah. he's he's happy to be there. He just loves life. He likes to eat. He likes to dance. He likes to pester people. So yeah. daily I still have challenges with yeah. him. Yeah. You know, he'll still have fits, but they will settle down. Yeah. He responds well to my husband, so sometimes I have to call him at work and say, would yes. you talk to him over the phone? Yes. Um, and he'll settle. But So it's not anything like it was. It's yes. still challenging, and we have frustrations, and mm. we're still limited to what we can do. I yes. choose not to go on field trips anymore. Yes. It just is too hard. Yes. Um, but he just turned
0: 10, yes. and he's, he's doing so much better. Oh, that's so wonderful. Yes. Well... Um, Sonia has, let me tell you, her children. Ellie. Well, this is Ellie who was with us. She is seventeen and such a beautiful girl. And they have Shaley. Shaylee was Shiley. From? Mm-hmm. Shiley, you say. And it's, she's from She's from Vietnam. Vietnam. Mm-hmm. And then Asher is He's, from, I had him. Yes. Yeah. Biological. Yep. And Atlee? Atlee's from Ethiopia. Ethiopia. Ezekiel I had Ezekiel. Yes. Nehemiah <laughs> is from China. China. And then you had Shepherd. Yes. And then you had Elisha. Yes. And then you had infertility again. Well, we yeah. had there's a five year
1: gap between oh, Shepherd and Elisha. Yes. So we, we had oh, many miscarriages oh, and then yes. a time of no pregnancies at all. For about two years. Wow. So
0: that's amazing. it was. Yes, so, oh, what would, how did you feel during that time, oh, having miscarriages? The and,
1: miscarriages were very oh. hard. I had a, a hemorrhage that I lost mm. half my blood supply and thought I was going to die, and mm. so it would just, and I was very sick at the time, also, outside of mm. just the miscarriages. It was a hard time, and then I wasn't getting pregnant anymore, and I thought, well, mm. okay, I guess we're done. It sounds Mm -hmm. like God has kind of closed Mm -hmm. that time in our lives, and we're just going to be thankful for what we have. Mm -hmm. And I still wanted more, Mm -hmm. but I just figured we were done. And I thought, well, I can go on a mission trip now because I'm not pregnant or nursing, Mm -hmm. and I'm going to go do these things that I've Mm -hmm. been, you know, putting Mm -hmm. off a little bit. And then found out I was pregnant with Elisha. And I went, oh, okay, I guess I'm not going to Elisha trips. (laughs) So, yes, he was a surprise. And I was so excited. I felt like I was wearing him in my carrier and walking across the street in a parking lot. And I just felt like I had a trophy in my arms, that God had just given me this reward, not even of my own Obviously, not my own doing, yes. just a blessing. Yes, and how wonderful. It was so funny. I was looking at all the other people, and I thought, do they see him? Yes. Do they see what God has done?
0: Yes, how wonderful. Yes, it oh. was exciting. And then time went on, and, yes. and you had another surprise. And then
1: another you? one,
0: yes. yes. Shocking.
1: Yes. We. We thought maybe Elisha was our last little bonus, but yes. no, Noah came along. And, and was so excited. Very know. excited. Oh. But I had just miscarried right before him. Oh, yes. And so he came along, and in my house, I've had enough miscarriages that we don't talk about when the baby comes. Yes. We say if the baby comes. And yes. the kids know that, and it's just... If we get to keep this one, yeah. we'll be so excited. Yeah. And we celebrate every day of a pregnancy because yeah. you never know how long it will last. Yeah. Yeah. So, yes, we just kept going, and and everything was going well, and I felt so good. So good, in fact. I didn't have any symptoms. I was yeah. a little nervous. Yeah. See that strong heartbeat, and he,
0: he was in there. Fun. Yes, Yes. and you were in your 40s now. Yes, Yes. I was 42 at the time. Mm -hmm. And yes, being blessed with another baby. You know, I think out there in the secular world, so many uh, women don't understand that uh, to have a baby in your 40s is very normal. I mean, it's not normal in our society, but it's normal in God's economy. When you think of how God created us isn't it amazing how we seem to forget how god created us because he created women to go through menopause around about the age of 50 some will go through earlier and just the very special ones maybe a little later Um, but he didn't you know cause us to go through menopause at say 35 or something like that Which means we are still in our childbearing years until we reach menopause. That's how God created us. And so therefore, it is normal to become pregnant, if the Lord blesses you, even in your 40s. And you were saying how, you know, you were feeling so good, and I have found... So many women testify to this. Often at our above Ruby's retreats, that question will come up. You know, what about having a baby in your 40s? And so I will say, wow, okay, who's had a baby in their 40s here? And so many hands will go up. And I say, okay, let's hear your testimonies. And so many will say, it was or was, depending on whether it was one or even two, maybe three even in their 40s. My best births and my best pregnancies, it seems as though God puts a special blessing and anointing on those who are in their 40s because. They're always saying, it was my best pregnancy, my best birth, you know. Yes. yes. I think
1: that's so great. And people will say to me, I can't have any more children. It was so hard. My last one when I was you know, yes. 30 or yes. 32, and yes. I And mean, if I'm so much older, I can't. Mm-hmm. It will be that much harder. And I always tell them, that's not my experience. No. I no. had some harder ones, and
0: yes. this one was not that. Yes. Yes, you had a beautiful birth for Noah, didn't you? Yes.
1: Yes. It was miraculous. Nothing short of miraculous. (laughs) Yes. Anyway, tell us all about the story of Noah. Okay, so at my 20-week ultrasound, we uh, went in and had no no idea that anything might be different, and uh, we found out that we were having another boy. He's our sixth boy. And so we were so excited about that, and, you know, we move on. It was on my birthday. I went in, and I could tell the kids on my birthday that, oh, we're having a brother. So we, uh, I got a call about a week later, and they said, well, he has um, a, a soft marker, not a hard marker, but a soft one. Um, his They couldn't find his nasal bone. And that could be a marker for some genetic abnormality, and so you, You should probably just do the genetic testing. Well, I was planning a home birth, and my midwife agreed we should know what we're working with, so go ahead and do the testing. Well, I blew it off and said, oh, I'm sure it's nothing. And about a month later, she called and said, well, did you get it done? And I said, oh, no, I'm too busy. Okay, I'll go in. So I went and did the testing, and the doctor called me back and said, you've tested positive for trisomy 21, which is Down syndrome. So I will never forget that phone call. I just went, "Wow okay. How about that? <laughs> never <laughs> crossed my mind that that no. was even a possibility. Yeah. So um, it took a while for that to kind of sink in. Now our, our little Nehemiah from China has special needs. so it mm-hmm. wasn't just him coming home and having a hard time. He also has mm-hmm. some significant uh, delays in his development. Mm-hmm. So we know that he'll be with us for the rest of his life. Um, So when I heard that Noah also was likely going to be with us, that was hard for us. That was really hard. I cried. And a lot. And um, I went and actually called my husband at work. I shouldn't probably have done that to him right in the middle of his work day. But I did. And told him, and he said, well, how am I supposed to work now? I said, I don't know. I said, why don't I come and have lunch with you? And he said, okay. So I took off, start driving to meet him at a a restaurant. And on the way, I'm crying. And, And crying to God and just saying, I need you to speak truth here to me because this does not look like a blessing. Help me. I need to hear your voice right now. And a song came on the radio. Um... And now I can't think of the name of it, but um, I think I put it in the article.
0: Yes, you did. You, and I think, let's see, because I have it here, actually. Yes. And anyway, we'll yes. okay, use okay. it. Okay, so yes. the
1: song came on that basically talks about, you know, there's no... Reckless Love, yes, by Corey Asbury. And so he, he talks about, you know, there's no wall he won't kick down, no yeah. lie he won't tear down yeah. coming after us. And I thought, okay, thank yes. you, Lord, you won't leave me in lies. Mm-hmm. So you're going to show me the truth here. So mm-hmm. I, I felt like he had given me that. that and just right away, mm-hmm. he gave me Noah, the story of Noah. Mm-hmm. And Noah, let me back up, part of my fit-throwing, to God, was that we tend to be kind of private. And I don't mind dealing with things in our home, but I don't want everybody that, you know, I don't share medical things with just everybody that sees us. And I thought, Down syndrome is so public. Everyone who ever sees him will know exactly what is going on. And I felt like that was going to be an invasion of our privacy mm-hmm. to not be able to just say, you know, mm-hmm. it's our thing. Yes.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: so I was like, oh, Lord, everybody's going to see. And so, um, and then they'll make judgments. I felt like people will just immediately see him and judge him and us. And so the story of Noah is that God gave Noah a very public mm-hmm. ministry. Make this enormous ark. Yeah. For everyone to see, Mm -hmm. it's going to be a ministry for his entire family. Mm -hmm. They all need to work together to accomplish this purpose. Mm -hmm. Everyone who ever walks by will know what they're doing. If they accept the mission he gave them. Mm -hmm. They could have walked away and said, we don't want to look different. Mm -hmm. We don't want people to know that you've given us such a huge task. They'll think we're crazy. And, but they said, okay, I mean, it just says, and Noah did as God said. It doesn't say he threw a fit. (laughs) Maybe he did, but they didn't record it. And so I assume he didn't throw a fit. So this family was going to work on this ministry for a very long time, like a hundred years they were going to do this and they would be mocked. They never converted anyone to realizing this was God's plan for them. And so they were considered most likely fools Mm -hmm. to be doing this. And um, I thought, okay, Lord, if that's what you want, is my family to build an ark, a public ark, okay, what can we say? Mm -hmm. We must say yes. And then immediately, um, oh, part of that was also that everyone who saw it would know that they were doing the Lord's will, Mm because he would say God told us to do this. But anybody who did not accept this as God's plan and the revelation of this truth was going to die. Yes. Basically, they, he, this was a symbol of something that God was giving them. So I was thinking, okay, we're going to do this and we're going to say we do love life. And we are going to take this ministry yeah. on, even though the doctors are saying I should discontinue my pregnancy. Yes, you always get faced with that. Yes. Every mm-hmm. single doctor I spoke with said and if, if you so continue sad. I I can't even
0: oh. understand that. Yeah. What Especially that? when you look at Noah today. How can you believe oh. that they could even say it?
1: No. It's just Oh, it's yeah. it's terrible. It's terrible what they do. And so they scare these poor women into aborting their babies. So, I also thought, immediately right after that, John John the Baptist comes to mind. And he stood outside of the cities and he dressed differently. And he spoke yeah. differently. And he even ate differently.
0: Yes. But
1: he was out there speaking the That's truth of right. God yeah. for anyone who would hear it. Yeah. And yeah. so it was very, this, this baby doesn't need to look like everybody else to be speaking the word of God. That's right. So those two came to my mind. I shared them with my husband. We sat quietly and just kind of stared out the window at the restaurant like, wow, yeah. this is going to be big. And I would love to say that at that point we went, oh, we're going to just embrace what God gave us. But we didn't. We stayed in our kind of uh, feeling sorry for ourselves and fit stomping. And one moment I'd be okay. The next moment I'd be crying and saying, I don't want to do this. It's going to be hard and I don't want hard. Yes. I've had enough hard. Yes. And then I'd be okay. No. And I'm up. I'm down. I'm up. It was just, I was a mess for several months, yes. and I, I had friends that I would, I shared with a few people, and they would keep saying, oh, you're so blessed, and I said, I don't feel blessed, uh, but you are, yes. and you will see, and yes. so we just kind of kept moving forward in faith, and a lesson that I did learn through adoption, when we were looking at, you know, any of you who are familiar with adoption know that during the process, they ask you, what disabilities will you accept in mm-hmm. the child? You actually have to go through and like check boxes, which seems so terrible. Like, well, don't ask me, just give me a child. And so, you know, we've wrestled out some of those things. And ultimately it came down to, I feel like God asked me, maybe you wouldn't have decided to create this child with this need and then have them in an orphanage. That wouldn't be my idea. That sounds like a bad idea to me. But God already chose that for that child. Mm. So the question now is, do you, not do you think this is a good idea, but are you willing to walk with that child through life mm. and help them? So we had to say, are we or not? Mm. Yes, we are. So we accepted some needs. Um, so again, I, that came back to me. Mm. I, you may not have thought it was a good idea to make a baby who has Down syndrome, but God did. And mm-hmm. he decided that that was going to be what Noah was going to walk. Mm-hmm. Are you willing to walk it with him? So we had to say, I guess we are. Yeah. You gave him to us. I guess we are. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. And then we, we, I needed something. I felt more detached yeah. from mm-hmm. him because of this. Yeah. And um, so I asked God for something, something that would help me bond with him. Yeah. And I went to an ultrasound. And in the ultrasound, we saw him really clearly just yawn. Yes. And it was the sweetest yes. little. And I just went, oh, thank you. That's what I needed. Thank you. He yes. just seemed like a baby again to me. Not, yes. not a problem. Like, yes. oh, you know. So yes. from that point forward, I was able to start feeling like, okay, we can do this. Oh, We can yes. do it. But my last two deliveries were very difficult. And I always have very long, drawn out, you know, 36-hour type deliveries. Mm-hmm. My last two were particularly difficult. So I, and I was filled with fear over my last one, kind yes. of a trauma from yes. one before. And, and I, I felt a peace from the very beginning that, that this pregnancy was going to go fine. It was a supernatural piece because I'm more of a warrior by nature. Yes. And so I kept asking God, please give me a manageable delivery. Just, just a manageable one. And short. Sure, I know I feel selfish, but can I have a short one? And I just had peace okay this is this is I feel like he's gonna give me that and so labor starts and I'm settling in for a few days worth of this I didn't call anybody I just my husband got ready for work and said should I go to work are we in for the day long delivery and I said I don't know maybe you should hang out and we'll see. So I text my midwife, and I said, you know, been, contractions are pretty tight and, and close together, but I'm fine. I'm managing. And and uh, she said, well, why don't you see, get in the bath? See if they'll re- regulate into a rhythm. Okay. So I jump into the bath and fall asleep for about 45 minutes. Oh, how beautiful. <laughs> yes. It was, it was nice. Yeah. My husband's out, like, playing a word game on his phone or something. And uh, I come out and start feeling like, oh, it feels nice when I push a little. And I was like, oh, wait a minute. No, I can't be ready to push. I haven't had enough torture. (laughs) This can't be right. And so I told my husband, maybe we should call. And he said, I don't want to deliver the baby. And I said, well, you might have to. So he called. She said, I'm on my way. Get in a position where you don't feel that because I have weird labors where I can kind of stall. So I did sat down. Okay, we'll wait it out. They come running over to my house. The team comes in, and he was born within about five minutes. How amazing. (laughs) I kept saying, I can't believe I had a baby. I feel great. It was only like five hours or something. Oh, unbelievable. It was a miracle. Oh, yeah. And as soon as he came out, we looked at him just to kind of check him out. Well, yes. do, is it really Down syndrome or not? Yes. And we saw little markers on him and said, yep, he sure does. And he was just the sweetest little guy.
0: Yes. We were in
1: love. Right oh, away.
0: yes. And so, you know, now, um, wow, just tell us how you just, how, what a blessing oh. is of your whole family.
1: Oh, as soon as he was born, within about an hour, I'm laying there in my bed, just happy as a clam, looking at the baby. And it hit me that the entire pregnancy, I had been thinking, oh, this is going to be so hard for us. We're going to have him with us forever. We're going to have these two boys. And we're going to, it's just going to be not what, you know, we had envisioned years ago. And and uh, how difficult for us. And then I thought, how selfish have we been. We... We're only thinking of ourselves. Mm. And now that he's here, all I can think of is how is this going to affect his life? What's it going to be like for him? How can we help him to become everything that God wants him to be? And our focus completely shifted to him. And I love that he gave me that because I felt like I hadn't really even seen how self-centered I had been. Mm-hmm. and he has been nothing but joy in our family yeah all the children want to hold him he yes. smiles he coos he loves everybody and he's just a very content happy baby and i thank god every day yes. that he didn't listen to me in my fit <laughs> that he didn't he knew what i needed mm-hmm. he knew what was going to be a blessing uh-huh. and that his word really is true that children are a blessing yes so it was mm-hmm. just it's been he's been amazing testimony and I love sharing it with anybody who will listen. So
0: wonderful. Thank you for sharing, Sonia. And you will be able to uh, read Sonia's testimony again when you get the magazine. uh, You will just love it. And I think it just means so much more when you actually hear from someone personally. And uh, you'll be able to share it with others also now i know most of you are on the mailing list to get above rubies but if you are not just send in your address now uh, that means uh, you can do that from any country you live in we send above rubies out all over the world so wherever you live and you're listening to this today If you're not on the mailing list, uh, don't forget to send in your name and we'll get the magazine to you. Oh, by the way, anybody in any uh, Asian countries and in Singapore, uh, our dear lady who's been looking after it there for many years, sadly, her... Mailing list disappeared. We've lost your names. So please send them in um, if you are listening to this today. Now, as we close, I just love to give you a scripture. I always love to give you a scripture so you're getting the word. And I love these words in Psalm 107, the last few verses. Verse 41 to 43 He setteth the poor on high from affliction and maketh him families like a flock. God loves family. He loves to make families. And God is the one who makes families. He's the one who gives conception. I mean, We can stop him making our family by stopping him giving us conception. But God wants to make families like a flock. Now, the one or two children, which is the average for today in our nation, is not really a flock. When you see a flock of sheep, you don't see one or two sheep. You see a little flock. And this is talking about the Middle Eastern flock. They, they were a small flock of sheep, not like in New Zealand, where I come from, where they have thousands of sheep. But it's that beautiful flock where the shepherd is leading his flock. And it goes on to say, The righteous shall see it and rejoice, and all iniquity shall stop her mouth. I love that. Whoso is wise and will observe these things, even they shall understand the loving kindness of the Lord. You know, when a couple, when a family are having another baby, how do we react? Oh no, you're not having another one, are you? Well, what are we doing when we say that? We are totally opposite To God's heart. Because it's God who makes families. God who loves to give conception. But, what does it say, the wise... The wise, they observe, they see it and they praise the Lord and they know that it is the goodness and the loving kindness of the Lord. So we've just been blessed to hear of the beautiful loving kindness of the Lord to Sonia and her husband Caleb and how he's blessed them with these nine beautiful children when they thought they may not be able to have any. Isn't God good? Oh, he's so good. Yes. Well, bless the Lord. We'll pray. Dear Father, we just thank you for another beautiful family testimony and the way you have been building this beautiful Ramsey family. Lord God, it wasn't always easy for Sonia, but you showed her, Lord, how to be a mother who welcomes children no matter what the circumstances and Lord you've blessed them beyond measure we just thank you Lord your ways are beyond our ways they're so glorious help us Lord to always be on your side that we will think your thoughts and uh, Lord we won't grovel down in just our own pitiful thoughts that we will come up to your glorious plan and know the joy of family and how you love to build families. We just thank you in Jesus' name. Amen.